Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM, it all happens here. And so it's time for our weekly travel spot and we are going to be joined now by Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie to talk about Lake Garda, which was in the news only last week, Sarah, because there were these massive hailstones came pelting down during a storm one evening and indeed you could see sun loungers being actually destroyed by being hit with the force of these hailstones. Not the Lake Garda that I was used to. I wonder, have you ever seen the likes of that? No, I haven't. I think that every time we look at the weather at the moment everywhere, there's just extremes, isn't there? Uh, yeah, I saw that. I couldn't believe it. And that afternoon, apparently, it was like blue skies. So, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's impossible to know what, what's uh, happening really at the moment. OK, just locate Lake Garda within Italy for people who may not have been there. Yeah, it's up the north um, of Italy and it's uh, close at the base of the Italian Alps, actually. And it's Italy's largest lake. And um, contrary to what we were just talking about, generally speaking, it has its own kind of microclimate. So whilst it does get, you know, can be very hot in July, August, it has this cool, uh, cooling winds that flow over the lake during the day. Um, In the morning, they can be quite strong. And in the afternoon, then there's a sort of a south wind that makes it a little bit calmer. So even when you do get those um, hot temperatures, it tends to have that nice, cool breeze. And it's it's that cool breeze that attracts so many um, sports, um, elite sports. It's fantastic for water sports, for surfing, for sailing, for all those kind of things. So um, that it, that's a, a, a quite a, a common theme throughout uh, where a lot of, why a lot of people visit. It also has some enormous caravan parks, doesn't it? And chalets parks where people, families in particular, love for the holidays. Yeah, it's it's funny. Years ago when we, we spoke of Lake Ardy, you'd kind of think it would be more suitable for like an older couple or something like that. But it's so popular with families now. And exactly for that reason, Matt, because when you think of Italy and trying to get accommodation for families, it's not that easy um, throughout. You know, there isn't that many kind of holiday resorts that cater specifically for families. But there's so many great um, campsites up there near Lake Ardy. You've also got Gardaland, which is Italy's biggest theme park and one of Europe's best um, um, it, it's it's expanding all the time. It's now there's Peppa Pig Land and Legoland and all sorts of things there now. So it, yeah, that whole area has gone very very popular with families. But you you know I know it probably sounds like a bit of a cliche, but Guard is one of those places that. Like it suits kind of everybody. It still suits the couples looking for the pretty towns and the nice food and, and, and the scenic views. But it's it's good for families as well. I have a little tip for people who might want to go with their kids to Gardaland. Uh, there's something we did a few years ago is to go to around six o'clock in the evening. There's reduced prices after six o'clock and it is cooled down. The queues aren't nowhere, anywhere near as long as it would be during the day. And you can get to go on loads of the rides before it closes at 10 o'clock. We had a fantastic time Garden and doing it that way, going that little bit later and making it a bit cheaper for the seven of us at the one time as well. Uh, the lake itself is actually terrific to go out on as well. That's something else we did, went out on a small uh, small boat taking us out. And uh, what other water sports are there available to people? Yeah, um, I agree with you on the on the boats, and it's it's such a nice way to to get around rather than driving around the lake just to go to all the different towns. There's so many you can get 
private boat trips, you can get ferries, you can do lots of different things. There's over 50 towns and villages on the lake, uh, which I was a bit amazed when I when I knew there was a lot. I didn't realise it was over 50. So there's so many different places to explore there. Um, but yeah, the water sports is, is, is huge. And whilst a lot of people think of it as, you know, as I said, this relaxing place to enjoy food and views, it, the uh, active adventure sports is what's really, really uh, popular there at the moment. You, uh, like what I was saying about the winds, really, really popular with kite surfing, with sailing, with um, with surfing. There's a lot of sailing regattas on there during the year. Um, and then you've got, which another one that was a surprise for me was, it's apparently it's brilliant for scuba divers as well. You've got remains of World War II tanks at the bottom of the lake. And uh, apparently it's it's one of the best places in Italy to go scuba diving. So for any type of water sport you want, um, you can certainly get it on Lake Garda, as well as the, the more relaxed type, you know, the pedalos and the canoes and supping and all those kind of things as well. And then if you were to take sort of day trips on the boat, what sort of places can you visit in Lake Garda? Yeah, well, I, I mean, there's so many, as I said, there's, there's about 50 now, but I picked a couple. I don't know if you went to Sermione, but I thought that was one of the prettiest places. Um, I think if you just had to pick one place, I'd probably choose there. It's right at the very south of the lake and it juts out into a little peninsula. It's a medieval town and, um, you've, you know, it's gorgeous to just walk around, but it's got this one of Italy's best preserved castles there called Scaligero Castle. It looks straight out of a Disney movie. It's incredible. It's so well preserved. You can take a tour of it and walk around the walls. And it's sort of like it's almost in the lake. So just even the whole setting of it is, is quite spectacular. Uh, so I'd say definitely go there. But And then the opposite end of the lake, Riva del Garda, is really, really pretty. Um, it's kind of sit, you know, set with the backdrop of the mountains. Again, a, a historic centre and pretty piazzas and all those kind of things. But um, a really, really nice place to walk around and lovely for if you want to start looking at hikes or walks, you can walk all the way along into Torboli, which is the next village over. Uh, so loads of different uh, things to do around there as well. Um, and then the one, I suppose, another one that I'd say you'd have to visit is Malchesney because it's one of the prettiest. It's one of those towns that has all those you know, bright colours, the bright red buildings and, and gold buildings. But it's also where you catch the cable car to Montevaldo. I don't know if you did that, uh, Matt. Did no. you go up there? No, that's what sounds like something I wish I'd known about because it sounds terrific. How high do you go up? You go up to 1800 metres and uh, within minutes. And it's a, I mean, a lot of people just go for the, for the views, you know, just to get those views of Lake Garda. But when you get up there, you'll see people paragliding off the top of it. Uh, really, really popular with mountain bikers. Um, you can actually bring your bike up um, on the cable car. Uh, you might have to pre-book that, I think. And then you can bike down so you don't have to go up. You know, you can just do it one way. So really popular with just hiking, with mountain bikers and with, with paragliders. But just even to catch the views, it's it's definitely worth a visit. Um, so and, and, and you've got that town of Malchesney there as well, just so you've kind of got both uh, to see. So I'd say definitely uh, make, make a visit, make a uh, tip to go there. Yeah, mountain biking mightn't be for everyone, but if you do want to go cycling, do they have multiple cycle paths available? They do. And funny, you know, one of the, the talks of, of, I remember during um, during lockdown and COVID, these videos going around about this cycle path around Lake Guard and it looked stunning. Everyone was dreaming of escaping there. Um, they, they're building a 140 kilometre cycle path all the way around the lake, but it's not due to be completed until 2026 now. So they're talking about it for long enough, but um, it, I'd say it'll be incredible when it's finished. But some parts of it are open. There's a two kilometre scenic path um, just beside Limone 
there. And it's that kind of, it's literally right, you're, you're, the, the, the path is literally ha- overhangs the lake. It's really, really quite dramatic. So I'd say definitely do that. There's, there's bike hire shops in every single town. It's like 15 euros a day to hire a bike. It's about 30 euros for an, a mountain bike. So lot, it's another great way to get around. I mean, I'd say when you get to Lake Garda, you could literally just ditch the car or, and just either take the ferries and take bikes and get around and book. Um, o- organized uh, coach tours if you want to do anything like there's a there's a, a two hour e-bike tour to a local vineyard um, and you get cheese and wine tasting at the end for 55 euro you can do like a full day excursion to Venice pick you up from your uh, your hotel and bring you back for 82 euro so lo- it's like really good value you know to get around and see a lot of Italy that's another reason why it's so popular I suppose you've got Venice Milan about two hours away you've got Verona depending on where you're staying, anything from 30 to 60 minutes away. So, so many options for things to do there as well. You know, if you want to get out and about and explore a little bit more. We actually took the bus to Verona and that was great. And we took the train to Milan on day trips. Um, Getting to Lake Garda, there's plenty of options for flights and airlines, isn't there? Yeah, um, Aer Lingus fly three times a week from Dublin until the end of October. Ryanair fly four times a week uh, into Verona. And then Ryanair continuing on in the winter um, once a week. So for anyone, you know, I thought it was a good one. Um, for anybody looking for the October midterm break, you could actually do that Saturday to Saturday. The prices weren't bad, 195 euro when I looked, um, which I thought was good. And now they're much cheaper, like 115 euros in September return and things like that. But just good for, for somebody looking for something at that time of year. But there's also flights to Bergamo from Knock and from Cork, um, a little bit further away, 75 to 90 minute transfer, but still very accessible. Um, and especially for people looking for something from the regional airports as well. Like this, this um, huge choice, very, very, very accessible destination. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.